My headache won't go away. I get blurry vision. My balance is awful. I'm exhausted. We can all get these symptoms from time to time. But if you or a loved one notice you're getting a combination of them regularly, don't ignore it. They could be signs of a brain tumour. My headache won't go away. I get blurry vision. My balance is awful. I'm exhausted. To learn more about the common signs of a brain tumour, search Better Safe Than Tumour. Welcome to Let's Talk About Brain Tumours, the podcast where we'll be talking to people who've been affected by a brain tumour diagnosis, either their own diagnosis or the diagnosis of a loved one. We'll also be sharing news and updates from the Brain Tumour Charity about what we're doing to halve the harm and double survival. Welcome to this Spotlight episode. Today we're going to be talking to Neil and Donald about their experiences as involvement champions. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good morning. And as you know, Andy is also an involvement champion. So I'm going to hand it over to Andy to give us introductions to what the involvement network is and what involvement champions are. Thanks, Sarah. Hello, everyone. Hello, Donald and Neil. I'm also uh, an involvement champion. So this role was created by the charity sort of May, June 2020. So we're about 18 months through a two-year cycle. So we're sort of three quarters of the way through it now. And the idea was for the charity to have a, a sort of people to call on that have got a real passion to improve the world of, of, of the brain tumours and what the charity does. So we've all got some connection to brain tumours, whether it's personal experience or loved ones that we care for or have lost. And we all want to help the charity. So the charity effectively allows us as involvement champions to get involved in virtually everything that the charity is doing. The idea being that we're we're cheap because we're generally free labour because we're volunteers, but also it means that virtually all the decisions that the charity takes, right from the strategy down to what material it puts on its website, has got some influence from someone with a with a knowledge of or experience of being impacted by a brain tumour. So the idea is that it keeps it keeps it real, keeps it uh, useful, and ho- hopefully makes sure that all the information is is actually useful to other people that are affected. I'd like to hand over now to, to Neil or Donald, whichever way you want to go. Introduce yourself first and then in uh, a little bit about why you joined the uh, the network. So, hi, I'm Neil Munn. I live in North Essex. I am one of the fortunate 12% who have managed to survive a brain tumour diagnosis for longer than five years. So I'm at T plus nine. I guess, why did I want to join as an involvement champion? So... I think it probably goes back to the sort of what's my starting point, which is the scientists and the medics will tell you that, you know, there are hundreds and thousands of different types of tumours. But from a layperson's perspective, I always think there's only one type of tumour and that's devastating. So anyone who's been in this situation, it's extremely difficult to convey just how traumatic and how challenging being in that situation can be. And so lots of people have good experiences, but probably more people have less good experiences. And my particular case, you know, didn't start very well. And so when I discovered the Brain Tumor Charity, it seemed to me that it was a good opportunity to find a way to turn something quite terrible into hopefully something positive 
in order to try and help all those other people who unfortunately will end up with one of these to have a better experience than I did. And so I'd done some some work with a charity on the step-by-step guide, and then I saw the involvement champion role advertised and thought I'd apply. Fortunately, I was selected to be one. So that's how I became an involvement champion. Do you know what type of brain tumour you have? So I had a grade one meningioma. And what about you, Donald? Oh, hi. My name is Donald Dennis. I I live uh, close to Edinburgh. I'm in the Scottish borders. My um, story is is sort of long. I was diagnosed with a grade two oligodendroglioma 17 years ago. So I'm one of the fortunate ones who has survived way past the the time I should have done, really. So I'm, I'm sort of lucky. I've, I have had two awake craniotomies and chemo and radio along the way. So it's it's not been an easy journey. The, the first seven or eight years, I sort of modelled along myself and, and I was lucky enough to bump into a couple of chaps who were collecting for the Brain Tumor Charity in a shopping centre. And that's the first time I knew about the charity, really. So so I got in touch and I, um, you know, I, I, I wanted to do something and give back. So I, I started off first off as a brand champion um, and I really enjoyed that, being able to put something back into the community. So I was doing that, and then, like Neil, I saw the involvement champion role advertised and, and again, put my name forward and was lucky enough to be accepted as well. And it's it's just been fantastic since then. Amazing. What sort of things have you done as, as involvement champions? Because it sounds like it's been quite important to both of you because of your lived experience. Have you been able to use your lived experience to do things that are important to you as an involvement champion? Yeah, I think so. I um, I come from a science background, so I've been able to to work with some of the the, the different groups. So I've, I've been working with the research group, doing some work in that. I have time in my hands because I'm semi-retired, so I, I I tend to volunteer for most things. So so I've done a number of things that I think as Neil and Andy have both done as well. So um, I mean, tonight I've got a meeting with the Gifts and Wills, which is basically legacy giving you know, to, to help with that. Um, but I, yeah, I've done a, a number of things. So anything that comes, I tend to jump in and volunteer for it. Is there any standout thing that you can think of that you've done that for you is top of the list of really important things that you wanted to be involved in? I think because being part of the, the actual involvement and um, champions, we, we all had the opportunity to work in the new strategy. And that's really been a highlight for me to be able to to put in my sort of lived experience into that um, along with, and, you know, I think it's 40-odd people are doing that. So it's just been fantastic to be able to do that. It's been a highlight for us as well, us that work at the charity, having so many of you willing to give your time and experience to do something like the strategy because that really shapes the direction that we're, we're moving in as a charity and what we're focusing on. So I think I think the... The big thing about that is how open the charity has been and how willing it is to allow the whole involvement community, if you like, to help shape, you know, the future and the thinking. And it's not just the strategy. I mean, you know, we we also get a voice in terms of campaigns and um, what the website looks like and looking at the research proposals and commenting on those. And we, you know, we come along to staff days and all sorts of different mm-hmm. things 
you know, they really it really is a very mature kind of way of operating uh, as an organization. You know, there's plenty of organizations that say that they, you know, listen to their customers or they talk to their members and they, you know, bear those in mind. But I've never come across an organization that's been as willing to open itself to the thoughts and ideas from from external voices and i think it's you know it's a it's <laughs> it's one of the most interesting aspects of of the champion role that you you really get to see kind of under the hood if you like <laughs> of how the, how the organization works and how you can help you know so it's 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 a role which is never dull that's for sure you know there are lots and lots of of opportunities to be involved hence the name of course you know it's sort of it's what you make of it it was quite scary for us i think as a an organization like you said very few organizations do it it was quite a big step for us to oh, open definitely. up to the community because we weren't sure you know we, you always think you're doing what the community want but then right. this was the real test of are we and are we going to be shifting in directions that we weren't expecting to and can't you know can we make those shifts and actually it's been much easier to do than we probably thought it was and feel much more invested in this strategy Mm. than any other strategy we've had so so donald Donald mentioned the co-creation strategy which has been absolutely phenomenal but part part of that work was a there was a workshop that we held in in north london a few months ago and that brought together what about 40 or 50, or maybe it was more, actually, people from all parts of the community. And if you were fortunate enough to be one of the people who participated in that day, you would have felt the energy and the drive and the passion and the commitment to improve almost every aspect of what it's like to deal or live with brain tumours. Uh, and that's, you know, that was so such a powerful day, in my memory anyway. And we couldn't have done that unless the charity was willing to open itself up to that type of approach. Exactly. And I think it was all inclusive because the way that they included other charities. And so it's it's total inclusion. And, yeah. and it has to be that way because everybody's striving towards the one aim, and that's to get a cure for brain tumours. So yeah. it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I'd echo that. I was on my table at that event. I was sat next to the... I think it was the finance director of one of the other main charities in the UK who was there as a participant, just like everyone else was. And it was quite humbling to see senior people from other charities mucking in, for the better phrase, with with all of us as well. It was, uh, as as, as Neil said, the energy in the room was phenomenal. And and I mean, we had had our sort of um, counterparts, if you like, some of the young ambassadors who I think you've done a podcast with in the past as well. Um, They were there as well. And you know, goodness, they they have such an energy about them. And, you know, hopefully they're the next generation of, of involvement champions at some point. So it's very encouraging to see and hear that passion and and that interest in, you know, shaping the future, shaping hopefully a, a, a better future for everyone. And what are the sort of benefits would you say that you've got personally from being an involvement champion? Because we've talked a lot about what the, what we get out of it from a charity for having you involved, you know, involved. But what do you get personally from it? What's the benefit for you? I think it's a privilege, to be honest. I mean, there's 1,300 plus people in the involvement network, I think, for the charity. And so 
you know, we as the champions, I guess we sort of act as a bit of a voice uh, representing that community and helping helping to shape all the all those you know products and services and campaigns and ideas and support and whatever it is that uh, research as well obviously you know i think having that is a quite a responsibility but it's also absolutely a, an honor and a privilege to be able to to be able to do it and the, i mean the other side of it is to get to know the staff and and how and the charity in that much more detail and you know it's really really i mean i've never been that close to a charity prior to doing this so it's been very interesting you know i've always worked in as in the sort of corporate sector so it's been a real eye-opener and really informative to me to see uh, how the organization conducts itself operates how successful it is the breadth of what it tries to do you know it's just like oh, wow <laughs> okay all right we'll do something easy like peace in the middle east next <laughs> It's the way that it's all inclusive, and yeah. you know, no matter what what we come up with as a as a a bunch of people, the the, the charity just embraces that and lets us run with certain things. I, I know that um, some of the members of the, of the involvement group are, are actually coming up with ideas that um, the charity didn't even think about, like rehabilitation, which is just right. fantastic, you know, and. And and the, the charities seen that as a positive and basically let the involvement champions run with it. So it's just it's just phenomenal. And as Neil as Neil said, it's it's just it's just a privilege to be able to do that, to be able to interact with the staff and and the wider community as well. I think I mean the other thing is to meet the the other champions. It's been absolutely fantastic to get to know them better and, and we were able to some of us have managed to meet each other on a couple of occasions and that makes a world of difference to actually you know see each other face to face rather than just through um zoom and i mean you know all the st- all the stories are both you know they obviously have a, a degree of upset um, related to them but they're all incredibly inspirational people because they're so resilient and and if i think about the whole community you know, resilience is is one of the key things that is a sort of common common throughout the DNA of our community. You know, often often in in the face of extraordinary difficulties and challenges, and yet you know, still determined to be positive, still determined to carry on, live the best life they can, give back as much as they possibly can. Just one more on that is absolutely what the guys saying, but also we've had some fun along the way. Oh, um sure. i think not that i have a sad life but my two favorite days this year was one was the one in london where we just all got together as, as a whole community and the other one was when the involvement champions we got together um last month i think in the offices of the charity and it was such a brilliant day because the, the, the charity actually opened up virtually every department about what it does and how we can help and it did it just felt like a privilege and there was another time i think when neil and i both briefed forget which team it was now but that that was it turned out to be yeah. quite good fun as well we, yes. we got some interesting feedback we did, we did get some interesting feedback I, I i think they're due out of kind of counseling soon from that but, um uh, they certainly won't forget us that's for sure yeah that's for sure yeah well i think having you guys is well involved speaking personally i i'm a support worker i work on the sport line so i come into contact with people who have been affected by brain tumors all the time as part of my day job 
But there are other aspects of the charity where they don't have that because their roles are very different. And it really helps them to do their job and really understand aspects of their job and how to do it better when they get to meet actual people who've had this experience because that then fuels what they do. It kind of gives them the kind of like, oh, I see, now I've got a new direction to go. Because it's quite difficult if you've never had met right. anyone with a brain tumour or anybody yeah. who's been affected by it to really fully grasp what it's actually like. We've had the, the chance, I mean, I I was lucky enough to, to sit in one of the staff champion meetings. It was so good because every group is uh, represented there. And they all wanted to be involved with the involvement champions. And that that just, with me sitting there, and although we were on Zoom, it just gave you such a warm feeling that mm. they appreciated what we were doing as much as we appreciate what they're doing for us. So it's just phenomenal. So I guess it's, I mean, it's a new, it's a new venture. You know, the champion role didn't exist, did it, until we're the first cohort of, yeah. that, of that manifestation, if you like. So... You know, I guess it's I guess it's taken a bit of time to start from zero and see, you know, where where we can help and where we can offer mm-hmm. thoughts and advice and opinion. And so I think, you know, different teams have sort of latched onto that sooner or later, mm-hmm. depending on, on what they're what they're working on or or, or their own experience of, of what they've heard from others. So, you know, I mean <laughs> there doesn't seem to ever be a a time where um, people aren't asking for our thoughts or advice. And I think that will just get more and more and more as, you know, like like you said, this was a new thing. And I think that it's now become an embedded part of what we do as a charity. So I think this will continue to take a bigger and bigger role in what we do. So with that said, if there's somebody listening to this, who's thinking, do you know what, this would be something that I'm quite interested in. You know, what would you say to somebody who's sort of sitting on the fence saying, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I've got time to do that or I don't know if I've got anything to offer. What would I, you know, I'm not very good at anything. Or Because I know confidence goes when you've had a brain tumour and maybe you've had to give up work and whatever and you just think you've got nothing to offer. I would I would say it's just go for it, jump in. We weren't sure what it was going to be. But I think you'll just find it so rewarding because you'll be working with passionate people who know what you're going through because I think all the the charity, you know, are, are very um, aware of um, what's happening with, with people with brain tumours, obviously. So, yeah, they understand what you or your loved ones are going through. So um, you'll be totally supported. And as we've talked about, you'll get to know the workings of the, the charity and, and and get a better perspective of it. Echo all of that. I mean it you know the role the role the role description itself doesn't dictate how much time you have to commit as far as I can remember. I mean we obviously have a, a monthly sort of catch up. So you know there's a there's a sort of expectation that you try to attend as many of those as you can of course. But really it's a case of all the people in our in our group do as much as they can, depending on their own individual circumstances. And and the charity, you know, is completely appreciative of whether you spend, you know, several hours or whether you've got a relatively short amount of time. It doesn't really matter, I don't think. I mean, we, we've, I think, made a conscious effort as a group to make sure that no request has ever not had some kind of answer from at least one of us. 
and so you know i think that's quite important as you know to be responsive as part of a part of this role i mean it's a as i think i said already you know it is a privilege to to be asked to 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 participate like this and i agree with 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 donald you know if you get the chance absolutely go for it you know it doesn't matter if you think you don't have any particular technical skills first and foremost it's your experience that is the most important aspect of the role and you know how you can bring that experience to bear to make a difference for others that's that's what's to me seems to be the uh, you know the key part of it absolutely how about you andy uh, yeah again what the guys are saying it's initially i think some of us felt we should be doing more because a lot of requests came across the bows of the ship, so to speak, and you think, oh, I should be doing that. But it's, it very quickly became obvious, as Neil said, that there's there about 15 of us, so there's there's always someone there willing yeah. to take take an interest and, and, and help out. So if you can only commit half an hour a week, that's absolutely fine. And, and if you want to pick and choose the things that you like, yeah. that you resonate with, you can also do that as well. So there's no pressure. You've got to do so much. Literally, it's your choice. And there's, I've never once had anyone say, could you do that, please? It's mm. always like, would you be able to do that? And like, like Neil said, and, and Don, it's a really good close-knit group now. Um, and I felt hoping that will continue. So, yeah, just, just and if you are lacking confidence, and I, I think we've all been there, you know, quite a few of us have retired. There's about... Yeah, I, I think there's it's about half and half split between uh, male and female on the group as well. And quite a few of us uh, have sort of retired early through health reasons. And you think, oh, you know, I, I, can I do that with with the, the symptoms that are ongoing? And absolutely, you can. You can veer and haul as much as you like. So just, just get involved, try it. And I think we've all been pleasantly surprised how much we've been able to, to give and offer to the charity. Definitely. Yeah. You know, one of the best things I've done in recent years, without without question. Oh, that's so good to hear. That's so good from our perspective to hear because it's been such a benefit to us. And, you know, I think it's changed everything for us as a charity about how we move forward and the things we focus on, the direction that we're going in. And that's something that we're going to continue doing. So I think one thing we should definitely say is that, you know, the involvement network itself would not be as successful as it's been without the two people who run it. So Jen and Shannon have done a phenomenal job. And so, you know, without them sort of helping to manage it day to day, guide us, you know, we wouldn't, we, we couldn't do the things that we do without, without them. So, you know, they have been absolutely uh, critical to, to the success of it. If anyone is interested, listen to this now interested, I will put the contact details so you can contact the team. And I'll also put a link to a page on our website that has more information. So if you just want to read a little bit more, you'll be able to get hold of Jen and Shannon via the email link below that I'll stick in the show notes. Now, I think we've covered just about everything. Is there anything that you'd like to add finally that you'd like, oh, I haven't said that and I really want to say that? Sure, can't remember what I've said to be honest. So. <laughs> it's been amazing. It's been really, really good. It was so. brilliant, Don. You'll, you'll have to listen to the podcast. 
It's been great. So I'm just going to end by saying thank you guys so much for taking your time out to talk to us today and for all your work on the Involvement Network. And as Involvement Champions, we wouldn't be where we are and in the strong position we are as a charity with some of the things we're working on without people like you giving us your time and your energy and your enthusiasm and passion. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. If you'd like more information, you can visit our website at thebraintumorcharity.org or email our support team at support at thebraintumorcharity.org. And finally, before you go, if you enjoyed this podcast, please can you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so we can reach more people and raise more awareness. I'm Tamsin and I work in the individual giving team at the Brain Tumor Charity. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with a brain tumor and are worried about your finances, the Brain Tumor Charity's Benefits and Money Advice Clinic, run in partnership with Citizens Advice, is here to help you. Our expert advisors can help you access the financial support you're entitled to, as well as give advice on how to make the most of your money. To make an appointment with our Benefits and Money Advice Clinic, Visit our website at thebraintumorcharity.org slash money or call our support team on 0808 800 0004.